Our gospel today gives us this parable and image of a wedding banquet, which is a common image within sacred scripture. This feast that is provided and is an image of the eternal Jerusalem is uh, pointing us towards heaven. But Christ is the answer to the Father's desire that what it is we will attain one day begin today. That the Son of God came to us, right? The here saying that uh, he's preparing this for his Son. And we can see in the image of Jesus, the fulfillment of that Son, that there is a banquet that he is the one who is the origin of. He is the reason for. He is the the love that draws all these people uh, on behalf of the Father. And that that isn't something that just happens when we get to heaven. That there is a banquet already happening today. That the fulfillment of that sure is heaven, but we should experience this fullness of life, this overflowing joy, this sense that I'm drinking from uh, an elixir, this sense that the food, the life that I have is full of purpose and meaning is a banquet that I want other people to have, that I want to invite someone else to. And the Father ultimately has others that he accomplishes that work through. And so he says he sends people out. And today in our own lives, we recognize that we are here because someone was sent to us, very likely. Whether it has to go all the way back to the fact that as a child you were baptized by your parents, your parents then were sent to you. But in many ways, each individually and unique can say, well, I I come with this student or friend, or I'm here because this person invited me when I was a freshman, or I met this person uh, in this way. And that's ultimately what the invitation was for. And the invitation isn't merely just to this banquet. Yes, the Eucharist is the source and summit. The Eucharist is the image, the closest way that we can come to see what it is that we will have in eternal life. But the church is a life. And so that joy that we have should be seen in our lives. That fullness we have, the desire to invite someone in or to recognize I'm being invited in isn't something that merely needs to be done for a mass or needs to be done even in regard to a Newman event, but in regard to a life someone else invites me to. And in turn, we then can ask ourselves, is that life filled with faith? Is that life leading me to God? Is that life ultimately something that I can see Christ is the source and the summit and the purpose of? And then we find the fullness. There's an interesting character in our gospel that helps us know that once we've gotten into life, that there's a journey that must be taken, right? Inside here is someone who doesn't have the wedding garment or uh, isn't dressed in a way. And so he gets kicked out. Like he has it even worse than the original people, right? He got in and then he's like embarrassed in front of everybody or whatever the case might be. And one commentary speaks of this in regard to the way in which one behaved once they received this invitation. They come to the banquet, but they don't live their lives in charity. They don't live their life as a gift for others. They don't live their life in serving those in need. They don't live their life in such a way. And so ultimately, the kingdom of God doesn't become theirs. And we can look at all of theology and we can say, well, God isn't, in a sense, like kicking that one out. What is being recognized here is when you fail to live your life as a gift, you will see the dissipation of the kingdom and how easy it is for us to turn ourselves in, whether it's in regard to church things, whether it's in regard to athletics, whether it's in regard to academics, whether it's in regard to the arts. It's easy to have everything become about me. 
or what I get. And we should get something beautiful, but ultimately we get the love of God that we may give our lives away. And that is something each one is called to do. And over time we have to be reminded. There's a reason the scriptures are given to us over and over and over again. Because at different stages in our lives, they mean different things. And we realize maybe, ah, I've sort of forgotten. Or we have a moment to think, ah, maybe that's the reason my life is sort of shriveled up. I need to think of someone else. And so who is it that you have thought of? Who is it that your life has been given for? And it doesn't have to be some heroic thing. It can simply just be recognizing someone. I don't know if he's here, but last night I was in the library and there was someone in the library that I haven't seen. Well, I've seen him now a couple of times. I'm like, who, are, who is that guy? How'd he get here? Right? I could have just left. I could have just thought, oh, I don't want to worry about maybe he wants, right? But no, to be attentive to someone is a way in which you can recognize being, invite, being inviting someone into something. And how often we can just move beyond. We can just say, I, I, got, I already know enough names. I already have enough people. I already... That's not what God is asking of us. Who's the person in front of you? And do we have the ability to give our lives to invite them into something? And the invitation maybe doesn't mean we need to become best friends. But simply what it means when someone wants to know me. Have you ever been in a room where nobody's talking to you? Where like there's a whole thing going on and you're on the outside? And a simple invitation, a simple change of direction of the conversation can bring that person in. And you can see if you watch the joy that sort of begins to come to them. When they realize, oh, I'm a part two. What was it? Two nights ago, we played Mafia. Right? And it just began with an invitation on group me. And then when I went down there, I had no intention of playing Mafia. Right? But then you guys are like, Father, are you going to play? There's a moment where I can say, will you give your life away, John? Right? And the difference it made. But the thing that I find is that as I gave my life away, I became alive. I began to experience something new. I began to wonder about the gift to be here. And then by the time we ended up playing, what we do? By the third round, for those of you there, there were there like 16 people. There were so many people. I'm like, I'll just step back and let you all. Right? Because people come and want in. And do we live our lives in a way in which we're doing things in our life that other people can get in? Or do we think I should invite someone into this? Right? You will all be going into parishes within four or three or one year. Do you have an ability to realize that what you have here isn't something that just happened? It happens because of the nature of invitation. It happens because you're in a place in life in which you need, in which you're willing to open up. You're willing to take a risk. There's other people helping, the missionaries, creating Bible studies and friendship that can be added to. But if we aren't aware of why this life is here, we'll go into parishes and it will all turn inward. 
How many parishes are there in this diocese that aren't set aflame? They aren't going to become set ablaze because of a strategic plan. They're going to become set ablaze because people start looking at the person in their midst. People start creating ways to live together and invite other people to share in this. It's not miraculous. It's not hugely. It's very human. It's very ordinary. And so when you go into parishes, when you go back home at Thanksgiving or when you go back home at Christmas, do you have the capacity to say hello to someone in your church? Do you have the capacity to maybe go to a daily mass and realize that you're going to give hope by simply showing up? Right? I was at the Set Ablaze meeting in Beersford the other day, and someone from across the room screamed to everybody. They said, thanks, Father John, for posting on Facebook. You guys, they weren't saying me. What they were saying was the pictures you put on Facebook and the way in which you reveal gives us hope, Father. But what I also want to say to them is, when have you invited someone in your parish that you don't know into your home for a meal? Right? And we will all become these people. We will all be moving out into life where it's easy to turn inward. But the dynamic is always to invite someone. Right? And thank God that someone invited that young man, Cody, into this place. And now he's showing up over and over again. Right? But you can be inviting someone to go to the football game or to go to the concert. And to do so helps you grow in that friendship. I loved uh, the other night I went to... Uh, the volleyball tournament, right? And I wouldn't have made, it was awesome. I mean, intramural volleyball, who's on the intramural volleyball team? Who's playing intramural volleyballs for some team? Raise your hand really high. If you're playing on any team, intramural volleyballs at the Newman Center, raise your hand, right? Real high. You're like all bashful. See, this is the thing. We need to get out of the bashfulness. Way high if you're on the team. Okay. Do you know the only reason I went? I watched 20 of you exit out the back door. And the only reason I got to go is because one of you, as everyone else left, rolled your window down in your car and said, Father, are you coming? When I got there, I got to meet some students that I haven't seen much this year, but I saw a lot last year. When I got there, I realized the team that was playing after the team here, I also knew them too. When I got there, I realized that the Nepalese were playing in the court badminton over there, and they wanted to talk to me. When I got there, I realized there was someone in the racquetball court practicing their serve, And he was a student that I had in confirmation when I was at St. John Paul II in Harrisburg. That one invitation changed everything for me. Who is it that God's calling you to invite into something? Who is it that God maybe is calling you to simply just say, hey, I see you around. What's your name? Who is it that maybe you've been spending time with and you know pretty well, but you've never crossed that bridge of faith? And God's saying, hey, 
How about you invite that person to a deeper, meaningful relationship with the Lord? What a gift it is that each of us have been called into this banquet, that we can say we know the experience of God's love in our life. We didn't get here on our own. As we come to this Eucharist, the closest thing to the banquet we have, it's Thanksgiving. And so we give thanks for the people that brought us to the baptismal font, our parents and godparents, for those that have prayed for us and encouraged us and strengthened us all along the way, for our priests and our parishes and our parishioners who have helped us through the sacramental life, through religious education, through Catholic schools, and made us who we are today. But let us not forget that we too are called to give our lives. And this is a place where it's easy to do. Because there's so many people God has put in front of you. It was an amazing gift yesterday to be at that football game. To see things when they're so close. Right? When one field goal makes all the difference. Beatrice, would you please stand up? It was miraculous, though, yesterday, to bring Beatrice's little boy, Greg, into the kingdom of God. I suspect we've all seen Beatrice around, and Greg, who was so close to her chest when he was a little smaller. Beatrice is in graduate school and comes from Nigeria. Her husband also applied for an ability to come to school here, and his visa was rejected. Leonard's his name, and they have another little boy. And the two of them are still back in Nigeria. And Beatrice got on that plane as a nine-month pregnant woman and came to Vermilion, South Dakota to become a student at the university and a member of the Newman Center here. Can you imagine the courage? Can you imagine the faith? Can you imagine how happy our Heavenly Father is that she was welcomed into this family? And that Greg was baptized yesterday that Kenna Gunther could be the godmother? Why? Because Beatrice and Kenna have a mysterious thing that happened among them. And not only is there a heavenly father that is grateful for hands that reached out, people who introduced themselves, people who made her feel comfortable and have helped care for her baby, but Leonard sent a message on Facebook thanking us for all that has happened here. Let us come to this altar aware that there are many people who one little moment will mean everything for. And God has sent you to invite them into his bank.